0: Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. F- Fading out Christmas tunes now everybody. Stop panicking. Stop panicking. Seemed- that was that was Dire, wasn't it?
1: It seemed very popular.
0: Yeah, it, it seems like lots yes. of people are really enjoying those Christmas yes. songs. We're getting into the Christmas <laughs> spirit wasn't it <laughs> <That's him. laughs>
2: you know we all muted big time
0: oh, oh man as soon as i put it on i told monkey it's like I put the christmas tunes on then i'm fucking muting it
2: <laughs> yes indeed
0: <laughs> you know there are people who do enjoy it and there's plenty of people who also don't but you know because it's nearly christmas we're just seven days away from baby jesus's birthday that is the day we celebrate right Yeah, yeah. It's
2: not actually the day, but
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually it's it's the uh the day the suns. Yes, that's it. That's right. The the, the, holiday. The the days start getting longer after Christmas, Mm -hmm. so we're we're out of the woods and heading towards summertime again. Everybody, we're nearly there. So let's celebrate (laughs) that. Let's celebrate that. (laughs) Nearly there. Something
1: to look forward
0: to. So we should do that. We. We should do that whole intro thing for John, but John isn't here yet because he probably heard the Christmassy tunes and was like, I'm gone. But... Bailed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes, yes, everybody. And welcome to High and Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from percysgrowroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK and joining us this week, we have Bubble Hawk.
3: G'day guys, Bubble Hawk here from the eastern side of the land of Oz, drop bear country, kangaroo territory. Nice. All that jazz. All that
0: jazz. And we also have T G from Sunny Canada.
4: <laughs> Not so Sunny man. It's pretty cold here in Treaty Six He's using his hand as a scarf today. <laughs> My beard's getting a bit longer. No, it's pretty. It's like minus twenty something. So.
0: Uh, Ooh. Damn, but bro. Here,
4: you know, I was down in the garden earlier. Keep it warm. So
0: you You were outside. Yeah. Why, bro?
4: Well because uh, you know that's where shit is so yeah i suppose you're gonna make that soil yeah no, not quite that's pretty solid right now <laughs>
2: uh, canadians are tough man they can take it yes yeah. and we, we also have monkey what's up monkey hey how's it going man monkey here in the southeast u.s uh got a big announcement man are you, you doing that his- now yeah, right now. Okay, all these, wow. these wonderful, beautiful Christmas avatars up here. We have a sale. These NFTs are on sale this week for ninety-nine dollars. <laughs> uh, limited
1: edition. That's right. Yeah. Limited edition. That's it. What am a
2: kind. This Texas We're Ninety-nine dollars. Hey,
3: ninety-nine dollars each. Nice. <laughs> that's right. And yeah, ninety-nine dollars, and you get a pixel. Yeah, (laughs) we have this great
2: prize, you know, free prize. And if you buy one of the NFTs, we might Zoom with you. That's the best prize we have.
0: Mm
3: -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we also have Marge, who has a very nice avatar today.
1: I do. And that avatar is brought to you by Filmy Bowls. So thank you for that. I thought I'd I'd have to use this Christmassy thing because I was completely unprepared. So I really appreciate that. And I'm also, if you don't already know, the host of Bite Me, the show about edibles, everyone's favorite podcast about edibles and possibly the only one but whatever
0: try not to say edibles too much you give flashbacks there to
3: poor old bubble huck right yes but man flat flashbacks it's still happening from last night <laughs> you, you took more yeah i have one every day this week
1: he's building his tolerance right for the big for the big day
3: well yeah so like christmas, the cannabis can cup or something one. <laughs>
1: yeah. just christmas so be, with his family
3: I want to be able to have a whole one and not end up dribbling on myself on the couch. So. Oh
0: gosh. Sounds like a good time. eh? Goals. Goals. Yeah. So yeah. And thank you everybody out there in the chat for joining us as well. I hope you are all getting a little bit more festive seasony feeling, you know, and not trying to be so Scroogey. I know the feeling yeah, you all know by now, regular listeners of the show knows I am not a great fan of this festive season, but still we have to try, we have to try and be merry and Christmassy, you know what i'm saying so merry christmas everybody and thank you to everybody who's listened to the show for the whole year or joined us throughout the year as well it's been a massive pleasure making the show and putting shows together every week for you guys thank you very much for taking the time to come and join us and all that shit but hope you enjoyed the show we're going to talk what we're talking about today we're going to go into the grow guides and talk about um the, the good etiquette you should be having when you go and visit family over Christmas. So you don't piss anybody off with the whole cannabis thing. You know what I'm saying? Because some people don't like it for some reason. <laughs> Usually that's their problem. But if you're going to go visit them in their house, then you have to really be a little bit more courteous. And then, then they might be more inclined to take a step into the, you know, into the world of cannabis. Be like, hmm, Maybe I'll try it this year. Don't have to be so defensive. Right. That's right. Now, you your... Cannabis stuffing, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what yeah. else? We're going to cover the cannabis news, of course, as we do, uh, and that's about it. Really, cannabis news and some grow guides. Going to be a little bit more laid back. Some Christmassy shit going on today. Yeah. So, anything else to add there, everybody? Well, we're all smoking on this shit.
2: Well, right yeah. now I've got a LSD in in the uh, the mighty. Nice. So, I'm
0: ju- I'm just uh LSD. put the. The lemon tree in my mighty hair so and it's very delicious of course as you many of you may know
2: I do, <laughs> really i do really? love
0: my lemon tree <laughs> wow, but we, uh, we did that. have we did have an email here that i want to read out to all of you guys as well because we don't get emails like this often and i'm sure lots of people enjoy the show but it's real nice when we receive messages from people telling us how much they enjoy the show and you know how, how much the show means to them it, it helps us keep doing this thing that we do every week because it takes a lot of work and it is hard work to put it all together so when people appreciate it it just helps us fuel the tank and go a little bit further you know what i mean so just quickly read this out to you this is from arnie Scarpa. so a big shout out to arnie out there he said he said he says (laughs) (laughs) he said Uh, he said just wanted to say uh tomorrow 19th will be one year since planting my first seed I made so many mistakes on bad advice. It was a stressful thing to do as I was scared and didn't know what the fuck I was doing and feeling really anxious about it. I have smoked bud for 20 years and have always felt growing was beyond me through fear, stigma and lack of knowledge. Then I found you guys in April and everything changed. Your podcast has opened up so, many, so much for me and given me the confidence to grow the plants I love and feel part of an amazing community. Also to be able to educate others and shout the word cannabis with confidence. You guys have helped me through one of the toughest years where I nearly lost my family and all the dreams I had worked for when I was real low. An episode of high and homegrown would level me and inspire me to buy more seeds and build another grow room. I now have three hidden around the farm here in the West of Wales and jars of the famous lemon tree. All thanks Mm -hmm. to you. So again, I thank you guys and the community that have given me so much so thank you arnie that's fucking real sweet man
1: yeah that's when's, a really nice email yeah.
0: to get yeah. uh, i woke up this morning and got that email it was like oh, that's a nice fucking email to wake up to so thanks bro super, uh, great uh, email so but when's barney
2: yeah when is barney going to cut you in on some of that that uh, profit there for that lemon juice? Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> <all laughs> i've been speaking to them i've been speaking speaking to them we should okay. be getting something up and running very soon can we have a strain renamed to mackie's lemon tree please Ooh, right. they do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we try. don't. They can't sell that many. I'm sure it's not worth that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll find out it's their top seller now.
0: <laughs> can't keep it in stock. <laughs> this lemon right. tree is so good, though. So good. Mm-mm-mm. Well,
1: I started some lemon skunk today, so we'll see.
3: Whoa,
2: nice.
0: Yeah.
3: Here we are. Lemon skunk. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm excited. I just literally three or four months ago <laughs> so, <laughs> i literally planted the seed today <laughs> but yeah uh,
3: <laughs> it always seems so long when you put it in but it happens so all happens so quick so yeah it's it true won't, won't be long i want to see photos though i want to see how that one grows out yeah Guess no, it's, it's, just a micro. Mm-hmm.
1: it's just a little micro but Still, if, it, if good. it turns out nice she uh, she may end up outdoors too. We'll have to see.
0: You should all be rolling your joints, building your bones, eating your 100 milligram edibles if you chew bubble hock. and probably More. More. probably only you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're tasty. I can't help it.
0: <laughs> so yes, are we ready to go on? Let's let's go do this cannabis news and events. Let's do it. Are we all ready? We're ready. I'm going to press the button. Let's do it. Yes, everybody. And welcome to this week's Cannabis News and Events, where we're going to cover some new stories that we've heard around the world over the last week. Uh, of course, there's many things to cover. Is there anybody who wants to jump in and go first? Anybody? Do, do we have to delegate?
2: No, I can, I can <laughs> jump in. It's easy enough. I mean, mine's but actually, yeah,
0: let's do yours. Yours is an interesting one, Monkey.
2: Yeah, it, it kind of throws a little bit out there. Um, this comes from the Smithsonian Magazine. Uh, it's uh, for pain relief, cannabis may be no better than a placebo. Hmm. You Hmm. You see you see that going like, okay, what are we what are we dealing with here? Is this more propaganda to say we don't need this stuff or something like that? But the article kind of it goes different directions. So cannabis has been used around the world to reduce pain in some U.S. States, patients can use medical cannabis to treat conditions such as multiple sclerosis, chronic pain and depression. But new analysis suggests that cannabis pain relieving effects may stem from at least partially from the belief that it will work. Well, I think that's right there. That's obvious with just about any medicine in the world, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you don't believe it's yeah, going to work, I don't care if it's the best medicine in the world, it usually doesn't work.
4: Yeah, so, right.
2: placebo effects is powerful, man. Yeah, very much so. So in a study published in the American Journal of Medical, uh, uh, AMA, uh, the Journal of American Medical Association, researchers analyzed the results of 30 double-blind placebo-controlled trials, testing both synthetic and natural cannabinoids and the trials included about 1,459 participants in the ages of 33 to 62. And they had, we're, we're dealing with neuropathic pain, multiple sclerosis, and other pains. What's neuropathic pain? Uh, I think you're talking basically looking at something sort of in my, I don't know exactly.
3: I'm headaches. Thinking, look,
2: <laughs> I'm kind of thinking sciatica.
3: Yeah. Yeah. New, yeah. Neuropathic pain from memory is that it's, it's to do with the, um,
2: some kind of a damage in the nervous system yeah the
3: right, way that right. it, the, the way that it transfers from your brain to wherever the pain centers are yeah or wherever it is to your brain whatever
2: it, it can be all kind of different death of nerves from... there you go there you go all right so we knew somebody in the chat would know exactly what that
0: somebody is. always knows in the chat thank you chats for being there
2: for us <laughs> that's why they have it you know but they persist on like a particular participants this lsd stuff has really got yeah. go on, man. is <laughs> Precipitants, uh, uh, there it is again, <laughs> <are his supplements laughs> the cannabis placebo tended to report a significant reduction in pain despite not having used the medicine. The researchers revealed the fact that regardless of whether the patient used an active treatment or the placebo, they reported similar, le- similar levels of pain relief.
0: Goddamn monkey, is, you are mashup today, bro.
2: Man, <laughs> you know what, my head is spinning. I think this one big bag before we went on the air and I'm going like, God, I remember why this stuff is so heavy on me, man. It's not. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, the response is strongest in the most neuro- neuro- neurological and psychological conditions. Placebo effects appear to have little impact on the outcome of clinical trials, to treat cancer, viruses, or bacterial infections, she told the publication. Other conditions with high placebo responses in clinical trials include depression, IBS, epilepsy, hypertension, and asthma. Not everyone responds equally. Now we know this with cannabis. We all, we know that everybody's endocannabinoid system is completely different and everyone's medicine is gonna be, have to be slightly tailored to their own system. So finding this, this study definitely didn't surprise me, but now I'm, I'm kind of wondering though, you know, when I read the study there, if you told somebody that you were giving them cannabis and they have never in their life had cannabis before, And they've been told that this cannabis is going to make you feel better. They wouldn't really know what to look for. So I could actually see, I mean, you could tell them you're giving them uh, morphine and they wouldn't know the difference. But I remember distinctly, uh, it's been a couple of years back, we were uh, visiting some friends in New Orleans and we were down in the French Quarter and they have a pedal uh, vehicle that goes down Bourbon Street of all places. And it says cannabis candy on it. And all the candy is named after different strains. You've got Jack Herrera, you've got Granddaddy Purple. And and all it is, I mean, and we actually went up to the guy and asked him, he said, is this legal? He said, sure it is, there's nothing in it. It's just candy named for cannabis. But people (laughs) eat the stuff and they think that they're getting stoned. They walk down the street (laughs) thinking they're high as a kite. Time's moving really slowly. Exactly. <laughs> but this makes total sense to me when I read this article, because, yeah, if you tell people they're going to be high and if they really don't even know what they're, what what is going to happen to them, they start imagining things. Come on. Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. That's how imaginations work with nightmares and everything else. You're actually, you're using your brain to convince you something's going on. So this is, the study is completely normal. But at the same time, because I use cannabis to treat sciatica, arthritic pain, other things such as this, I know personally that for me, it does work because when I don't use it, if after a few days, I definitely start feeling the pain coming back. So
0: purely placebo,
2: (laughs) (laughs) purely placebo. I don't know now because uh, I'm very, very honest with my doctors here and I tell them what cannabis types I'm using, how much I'm using when I go see them. And when the doctors check me and do things and ask you, okay, what are you taking? I said, nothing by mouth, but I use cannabis and this is how I'm using it, whether it's topical, whether it's vapor, whether it's edibles, just basically tell them. And every time when I leave that doctor's office, they look me square in the eyes and dead serious Is that I don't know what you're doing, but just keep doing it. So right then and there, you know, it tells me that the doctor doesn't know what's happening here, but he's telling me that it works. Okay so even if it is placebo effect is that a bad thing is my question
0: of course not definitely not
2: you know because basically i'm off the pharmaceuticals i'm treating myself with medicine that's basically harmless i can't Mm -hmm. overdose on it it's not going to kill me so what's the big deal but i think that the, the article basically said the same basic thing medicine is different for everybody and if cannabis works for you to alleviate your pain, whether it's a placebo effect or a real effect, and if it's not harming you in any way, well, what's the problem? So when here, I saw here. that as the punchline, going like, "Well, that's kind of you know totally opposite of what I thought the article was going to tell me." They're basically saying this: this is a medicine that won't harm you, and if it helps you, why not?
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. <clears throat> like man Yeah, he's like, if it's working, then fucking take it, man.
2: That's it. You know, And you know, like we've said it many, many times before. If this is a medicine that when you take it, it makes you feel good instead of having to suffer through all these bad negative side effects. That's so much the better, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I was just
1: thinking. Cause so many of the drugs that you take from the doctor have all kinds of side effects that we will willingly tolerate to get the results that we want. So why not try something like cannabis? That's so incredibly safe.
0: I mean, taking these pills will make your kidney fail. So Here's some dialysis to treat
2: that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It almost seems like, yeah, the doctors, I know when I first started medicating myself with cannabis for pain, my doctors were a little bit concerned because I stopped taking their medicine. I wasn't asking for prescriptions anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but you know, but I see it as a, uh, as a business decision for them though. If I'm not taking medicine from them, I don't have to go back and see them every so many weeks to get another, another prescription. Right. is that one reason that some of these doctors maybe are not as as on board with cannabis? Hmm. I, that
1: probably is one. Yeah.
0: But the, the whole dosage thing is a difficult one for them. It? It's that they can't mm-hmm. track how much exactly somebody's getting. So they can't uh, understand how it's working. You, you know what I mean? If it was in concentrate form where everybody's just getting oils and they can say like Bubble Hawk's edibles, for example.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I, knew over. We right. there. I thought yeah. it was going to be dabs or something like that. But yeah, either way, Bubble Hawk would mm-hmm. be a good example. All
0: there you go, it, Bubble Hawk. You're a good
3: example, it. bro. <laughs>
1: His dreams are coming yeah. true.
3: I it know. must be Christmas. I've been, I've been told for many years that I was a bad example. To be told I'm a good example, it's a different yeah. different feeling, isn't it? You
0: no, know, you can always
3: be a good example of what not to be,
0: right? That's how I roll. Yeah. That's, that's, my, that's my idea. That's how I like to roll. You know
3: what I'm saying? I mean, what look, f- to be honest, I'd rather, I'd rather get, you know, have an after, an after effect of being high than my liver failing. That's you know just- what I'm
0: saying, mate? I yeah, mean, that's exactly. just me personally, but yeah. you know, each to their own. You know,
3: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Some people don't mind want... a little bit of organ <laughs> failure now and again. You
3: know, put yeah. put
0: hair on your chest, bro. <laughs>
3: yeah. People, people are lonely this time of year. You know, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> savage. Yeah.
3: Well, if if
2: if uh, the side effect of my pain medicine is that it makes me happy and and want to be around other people, you know, that's a pretty good thing. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely makes more people well, you know, people more tolerable, I do say. <laughs> you know, the higher you are, the, the happier you are to be around with people. Yeah. But but yeah, like
4: bottom- you said, man,
0: e- even if it's fucking placebo, it works, it's working for people. So get it out there, man.
2: Yeah. I mean that's what the bottom line on this one. Just remember if something helps you relieve your pain and doesn't cause you significant harm, no harm in using it. There
0: you go. Mm-hmm. Especially when it tastes good as well. You
2: know I'm saying? It's like when grown properly and it tastes, tastes nice and, you know, puts a smile mm-hmm. on your face, all those good things. Yes, yes.
0: So interesting story. It definitely uh, piqued my interest we're in talking about a placebo effect there because we all know how powerful the placebo effect can be. It's just interesting to see, uh, try and say about cannabis doesn't work in its placebo effect. So the article yeah. definitely turned around towards the end, didn't it?
2: Well, I can tell you right now that this LSD is not having a placebo effect right now on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's got my head spinning pretty good. Yeah. Sweet. So what we're saying next, Bobo
0: you want to do yours next, mate? You've got some good news coming out from the land of Oz, right?
3: Yeah, I can do mine. So last week we covered um, the, the election in Victoria um, from, I think we got that one sent through by a, a listener, actually, from memory. Yeah. This yeah. one follows The on, uh, pathological um, slough. That's it. So, say, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so so this one uh, follows on from that one. Uh, essentially, they've gone through, they've counted everything, and it works out that two legalised cannabis MPs get elected into, in Victoria. So uh, legalised cannabis Victoria has two MPs after it bagged a pair of upper house seats in the state elections. Uh, with the results now confirmed, Rachel Payne has been elected in Southeastern Met- Metropolitan along with uh, David Ettershank in Western Metropolitan. Uh, The party narrowly missed out on a third seat with Andrew Dowling just coming up short in Western Victoria. Uh, So the result means uh, the LCV will form part of a progressive crossbench with Labor leader Daniel Andrews um, will have to negotiate with to pass legalisation or legislation contested by the Liberal and the National Coalition. So it means they can kind of hold him ransom um if they want if he wants to get something passed he'll have to do something for them is what they're they're saying now uh so 40 seat legislative council will be made up of 15 labor mps 14 liberals four greens uh Payne and Edishank shank from lcv and single reps from the democratic labor party one nation liberal democrats and the animal justice party oh and shooters and fishers and farmers so there you go uh, if the coalition opposes any government uh, legislation, Labor will need to win the support of six crossbenches to pass its program. Payne said changes to the state's drug driving laws are a priority, while Edda said the election of two legalised cannabis MPs was an indication that views on recreational legalisation were changing. We're looking forward to working with the government on genuine reform and legalisation of cannabis, he said. I think it's something to be worked through with the government in a logical and sensible way. The Greens, Liberal Democrats, and AJP have all voiced their support for legalization, while Liberal MP Bev MacArthur said she was always open to new ideas. Um, so, yeah. Uh, however, in a blow for progressives, it's been confirmed that Reason Party leader Fiona Patton has lost her northern metropolitan seat to the socially conservative Democratic Labour Party's Adam Sumuric.
0: So, I, yeah. I all, mean, all,
3: completely like out of the blue here. It's like I'm reading for this guy, and I
0: don't see the name david ettershank anywhere right but there's a picture randomly here of a guy with david ettershank underneath it and it looks like some english teacher standing next to graffiti to make him look cool you see it, you see it? <laughs> yeah so he, he's one of the
3: other ones that want to
0: see oh cool okay it didn't mention his name did it i don't know i didn't yeah see. Right, like, only last second minute. paragraph Oh, so right. Nice. Thank you, Bubba Hawk. No, 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 it makes makes a little bit more sense. It's like, (laughs) why is this random guy? Yeah, there he is. Look, there he is, everybody.
2: He was cool and they had a good picture. So why not throw it in? Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? The stoners were like this. It has graffiti in it.
3: That's it. Yeah. So, but what, yeah, what, what it does mean though, is that it's, you know, we've now got two in WA, we've got two in Victoria Mm -hmm. Um, New South Wales is next. So we've got uh, the next state election coming up here soon. So the more this happens, the more we get it in, the more we get a voice, the sooner um, legalization should be able to happen. But, but when you again, say you have two here and two there, what, what
0: does that mean on, on
3: like the grand scheme of things? But Okay. So uh, the way that it works here is that whilst the... Um, The national government can make laws and things like that. Um, It's up to the states for certain things. So, as far as drug laws, that's up to the state to deal with. So, having two cannabis uh, MPs in in the state level, uh, what was it, 40 something? All right.
0: So, it's just a small percentage Uh,
3: 15, 29. Yeah, 40 seat, 40 seat legislative council. So, the whoever obviously has majority is the one that's going to get it through, but nobody will have, can can necessarily have majority at that point without using right. one from one of these smaller micro parties. Okay. Um, but it, but it means that again, same thing, they can kind of hold them to ransom a little bit. Mm-hmm. So if they want to get a specific part of their legislation through, then they can kind of come along and go, yeah, I right, will, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll support that, but you got to support us on this so just get some movement, get it in fucking it also, writing
0: man because you can't trust these motherfuckers
3: well that's it they've got to get it in writing
0: you know fucking like yeah uh, you, you you hit this bong and i'll pass that bill for you <laughs> 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 hit yeah. this bong on camera so that's the one uh, and yeah, then really. i'll sign it for you <laughs> nice It seems like some good news coming out of australia then you seem to be making some good headway recently right
3: yeah. I mean, I think it's all sort of that. I think when we spoke to um, Brian Walker, he was saying the same thing. It's kind of, it's that the edge of that tsunami it's coming, but you, just, and you can't stop it. It's just slowly making its way ashore. So we'll keep an eye on it and fingers crossed. Yeah, but I think, I think if it's going to, if it's going to happen, it'll be, it'll have to be down to one of the, the biggest States to do it first. Once one of those bigger States does it, because it, it, they've done it in the ACT hmm. and it's fine. Um, they've not really I mean it's not the best in the ACT as far as laws around it go but it's something better than nothing indeed um, yeah, yeah. and I think I think the more that that carries on down there and they notice that there's no real issues the more it'll sort of move into other states picking up and going you know we can make money here it's all in the money oh yeah, Australian yeah. politics is all about money
0: I mean, all politics is all about money mate it's, it's not just yeah. a thing that's isolated yeah. in Australia let me tell you I am mean, coming from the UK here bro <laughs> We know, all
3: mate. The more dollary dues you can make, the better off you are. Mm -hmm. In politics, unfortunately. Crooked ass
0: motherfucker. Allegedly, allegedly, of course. Yeah, (laughs) allegedly crooked, huh? Yeah, uh, allegedly. That's all. That's all. We we can't be sure, can we? Can't be sure. Fucking crooked ass motherfuckers. But anyway, TG, would you like to go next? Are you sitting there in in the background, all quiet and shit? And I know how you like to get extra higher and higher and higher as the show progresses. (laughs) well
4: i mean that's what we're here for aren't we indeed indeed yeah yeah i uh been smoking lots of hash while you guys been doing your shit (laughs) i want to hash to smoke you know what uh, what hash is
0: it this week what you got
4: um i'm on some oregon golden goat uh 93 or 90 to 70 micron you know the that range Mm -hmm. some bubble hash and i have this British, it's called British Columbian pressed hash, but it smells like like a pine tree mixed with menthol. It's beautiful. Stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been enjoying. But um, I've also been enjoying this news story. Very enjoyable <laughs> news story. Nice
1: segue. <laughs> yep. It um,
4: well, wasn't forced at all. That was good. Well, I could go on about hash, but i that's, you know different uh segment maybe sometime
0: yeah man, we but, just talked about hash. yeah what's going on man tell us tell us what's happening in yeah in so Canada, like bro
4: you guys have heard my uh what do i don't know what the right word is right now because i've been smoking too much hash but uh i go off often about delta 8 uh thc right you're right. not
2: the only one man i hate the stuff too
4: yeah and we've talked about it uh a few times for various reasons um and it's just yeah so this the story out of canada here i've been kind of tooting this horn for for a while and uh i'm very glad to see that ontario bc pause listing any new delta 8 thc products await guidance from health canada
0: no fucking way
4: so Uh. the the two biggest well maybe not the two biggest but ontario is the biggest market and bc is a very very large market if not the second biggest quebec might be the second biggest probably is but BC is definitely up there and so they're not going to be restocking any more products containing delta 8 thc until further notice basically they're going to work through their old stock and uh yeah so I'll, I'll read the story and then we'll we'll talk about why this is good and and stuff and and some maybe some misconceptions about why i hate it because it's not, like I say, it's not the cannabinoid. It's, it's what comes with it. So, yeah, anyway, the Ontario Cannabis Store sent out a notice to licensed cannabis producers on December 15th to inform them that the, the provincial cannabis distributor and retail would no longer be listing Delta-8 THC products until it received guns from Health Canada. And I did see the letter and I read it and that's exactly what it says. Um, yeah, in their letter, the OCS says that they have been monitoring emergency, emerging concerns in the United States where the Food and Drug Administration has issued public health warnings for unregulated products that contain the novel synthetic cannabinoid, Delta-8 THC. As a result, an increasing number of U.S. states have taken steps to regulate or ban products that contain this cannabinoid. So the OCS began carrying several products that contain novel cannabinoids, including Delta-8 products. These have been in the form of cannabis, vapes, edibles, beverages, and topicals. The OCS will still continue to purchase and list dried cannabis products, including pre-rolls, that contain low levels of naturally occurring delta A THC. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a big difference. Naturally Natural. occurring. That's the important. Very thing. very important. Yeah, very mm. important.
4: That, um, while the provincial agency says it's not aware of any adverse reactions to these products in the legal cannabis market in Canada to date, products that contain delta-8 THC fall outside the definition of THC under the federal cannabis act. Um, the OCS says it's con- contacted Health Canada asking for direction on the subject of delta-8 products specifically. Until Health Canada provides this requested guidance to the industry, quote, out of an abundance of caution, end quote, the OCS will no longer accept any product that contains Delta HC's THC as part of the product call process, will not issue notices to purchase new products containing Delta ATHC that have been previously submitted through the product call process, will not issue purchase orders for any products containing Delta ATHC that have been issued but not fulfilled. So, yeah, basically, they're going to cancel all their outstanding orders that they haven't received and not order anymore, is what that means. Hmm. Um, The OCS will still, yeah, they're still going to sell through their existing inventory, but uh, not buy anymore. It's Um, strange
0: that. It's like if if they think that it's going to be dangerous for anybody, then you you just got to stop it. Like, all right, sell what you've got left.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty Mm -hmm. fucked, eh? Um, But, you know, I guess... uh, whatever, um, I guess they get their, they're get they going to do that. So yeah, mm. the rest of the article is, uh, you know, just about, this is from StratCan, by the way, um, and uh, they reached out to other provinces is, is basically how it goes. BC, the LDB there says they've become a, some aware of some product containing Delta HC and basically said the same thing Ontario did, and uh, they're going to um, be putting a moratorium on that as well um in quebec they don't even purchase them in the first place apparently so that's not an issue there um in nova scotia they don't carry delta-8 products nor nor does newfoundland according to the article here um and uh they they say they're going to assess the situation and, and come back and i would assume all provinces will follow suit um that would be my guess but um yeah that's it's it's good it's good as fuck um because like as as i've touted before you know it's it's not the delta 8 cannabinoid that's the issue it's you know the cannabinoid itself is fine it's it's i I do think it's probably safe for human consumption it's not that much different than thc it's what isn't cleaned out of the soup that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. these products are made from i.e delta 8 distillate because delta 8 distillate is created synthetically using CBD isolate um, and a bunch of chemicals right and so when they do this reaction there's sometimes a lot of the time um, those chemicals can have reaction byproducts that are still contained within the distillate right because you're putting in like a 99% CBD isolate and mixing it with a bunch of shit it's proprietary but you can go on like a, a forum like future 4200 and just google CBD to delta 8 and there'll be a buckload of like Uh that's where the tech comes from to be honest the black market right and it's just been adopted because Mm -hmm. in canada the market is so fucky that you know any company that can gain any sort of foothold with like the new shit or be the first mover of something you know it's it's beneficial to their financial situation because it's so hard to make a profit so delta eight is a very huge seller um um because it's hyped right it's Mm -hmm. For various reasons, you know, in the states, it's because of prohibition. It exists and the oversupply of CBD isolate that they didn't know what to do with, so they had to figure out how to deal with it. And because Delta Eight is not scheduled in the states, they can sell it in wherever. Yeah, and there's no regulatory um, body. That's so it. Fucking... Like
0: said, all about prohibition, man. If prohibition yeah. wasn't a thing then. Delta 8, the synthetic version of Delta 8 THE wouldn't be around either, that, you know?
4: That's completely, you would, you would think. But look at Canada. We have it everywhere here. We're fucking, we got Delta 9 out the ass. We threw away, how much was it? 80% of mm. the fucking shit we grew since 2018 mm-hmm. of Delta oh, wow. 9. And yet yeah. they're like, no, give us some Delta 8, you know? Clear, it's isn't. not the people. It's just, it's because I said, like, the market is so janky that, like, there's there's such weird metrics that you have to like fucking follow and and because Mm -hmm. this one is like it's you know fuck i saw an ad that burner had some like he's selling this shit down in wherever california and stuff you know guys like him people look up to burner people think he's popular as fuck and he is popular as fuck you know um but he's like if he's selling it must be okay right but Mm -hmm. that kind of shit like that was a good
1: point though like who's actually looking for this stuff
2: Wow. I well, I mean, yeah. down here in Prohibition Land is where where it's very popular. Right. And the thing that about it is, yeah. You know, well, the thing is, down here you can you can buy the stuff in most vape shops and stuff. And because of the Farm Bill and the legality of it, it's borderline illegal to sell to minors. You know, it's right in that gray area. I mean, mm-hmm. it shouldn't it shouldn't be sold to minors, but it's basically hemp. It's classified as hemp
4: yeah it's hemp derived you know and
2: it's considered to be it's like selling cbd to a miner yeah
1: yeah i just don't understand why in a place like canada where like you said tg we're awash in weed why who's actually looking to buy a product a delta eight?
4: i don't know and it's like well i don't want to get as high because you know this delta eight is supposedly 30 percent as potent as thc delta nine delta nine thc and it's like what like buy up. some CBD weed, blend it. Don't smoke the whole joint. You know, you don't have to drink. Right. The There's so many other
1: options. Yeah, <laughs> takes,
4: There yeah. are really, really.
1: Yeah.
2: <sighs> I mean, we, we've tried some of these, these hemp derived cannabinoid things like this. They've been given to us basically when a CBD shop opens up down here and we go in and talk and they give you free samples. Uh, what they call Delta nine gummies. I swear they'll push, they'll put you to sleep. It's so heavy. So Overripe cannabinoids, a lot of CBG and stuff in it. Heavy, sleepy, sleepy gummies. Yeah. So the, uh, the they're selling these things. They're calling some of the some of the owners around here at least. They're telling people that the Delta 8 is like sativa and the Delta 9 is like indica. I'm going like, this is in- ignorance. That's yeah. mm-hmm, completely I- misinformation. I-
4: I- 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 that's I- just I- almost I malicious. Like
2: it, no. it is. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's it, irresponsible for sure. It, irresponsible because,
4: I mean, is the word, yeah. Very irresponsible. Once
2: they walk into a, re- a real dispensary and think they're getting quote-unquote sativa and they get real, real sativa, they don't knock them on their butt.
4: Yeah. But,
2: <laughs> it
4: is. Yeah. I, I just, um, you know, take it from me, you guys. Like, I, I work, you know, where I work, right? Fucking mm-hmm. Canada. Tractor. I know. <laughs> but, I, mean, I have very intimate experience with Delta 8. I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you want to listen to anything I ever say, you know, I don't use it. I will never use it. So, uh, well, like, I've seen actually recently. recently-
2: I've seen some really obscure articles recently about increasing the potency of your Delta 8 cannabis, how to grow cannabis, how to grow hemp for increasing your Delta 8 output. Um, is you this know, something, I'm curious whether this is something they're going to start breeding for now, high probably Delta concentrations.
4: There, I've I've been told from a, a source that I um, trust very much that Delta 8 in certain cuts is, is like significant enough to do traditional extraction because it's just a cannabinoid it's soluble in ethanol or iso or whatever you want to use just like delta nine is you just got to find the right plants with a high enough percentage of it in it to make it worthwhile and those really don't exist right. probably because of prohibition pressures in breeding that have been oriented specifically toward high thc over the last 40 years right, right, right. but um and we didn't even know about this really either until recently i guess recently ish um so yeah, I, if, if you can find me uh, some biomass that's high in Delta-8, I'll gladly put it through the extraction and put it through distillation and we'll make some beautiful distillate. But mm-hmm. we, if you're going to react CBD isolate, which is 99%, think about it, 99% goes in, you get a distillate that's at best 90% that comes out, mm-hmm. 10% is unaccounted for. You get a, like a lab test back, it literally says Delta-8 is the only thing on there because as it stands right now, and this is the other actually point that I really wanted to make that I'm glad I remembered. Labs uh, at this point in the game don't have the, the reference standards available to identify. They haven't even identified these other compounds that are in, because they do show up on the chromatogram on when you run it through an HPLC. The raw so, data. So
0: that, like you said, it would be like 90% CBD and the whole 10%, they don't tell you what it is.
4: Well, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes there's other miners, but generally, yeah, the, the conversion you put in, cbd isolate which by definition is let's let's just say it's a hundred percent cbd there's nothing else in that you react it with some chemicals like p ptoleosophonic acid heavy metal catalysts and you react it with this shit in a really high temperature vacuum environment and it turns into distillate it dribbles out just like when i make distillate it dribbles out into your product flask but when you test that distillate it's like 85 to 90 percent. so there's something else in there that Mm. makes up the other 10 but it doesn't register because they they literally haven't identified these chemicals before wow. right mm-hmm. that's that's the issue and because we don't know what these are we don't know if they're safe for humans to be eating you know mm-hmm. so we know like right. like take take acid how much acid do you need to get like seriously like fucking tripping like micrograms mm-hmm. right
2: Micrograms. <laughs> yeah. it's so
4: powerful and like other things could be like that too i don't know we don't know so yeah. i don't know i just i'm a I'm, I'm scared about fucking chemistry you know it's serious shit and this is serious chemistry so mm-hmm. i'm to, to bring it all back i'm really glad that the uh the ocs and everyone else has made this decision um and just until we know more you know like let's let's mm-hmm. do some tests let's fucking let's get some science shit involved and, and this figure... is
0: usually the way it goes with like all this new stuff you know when spice came out remember when spice first came out and what is it called uh
4: k2 salvia
0: salvia and all all that kind of shit when that first came out but perfectly legal you could go to one of the head shops and buy it but it was dodgy shit and then eventually they caught onto it and made it illegal so now they're illegal substances but there's always some new shit that pops up that's legal for a while because the authorities don't know what the fuck it is and then when they discover it and see people are having problems they put a bat on it and i think that's what's happened here with the delta eight now
3: yeah. It seems I mean, like commercialism has a lot to answer for too. Like people, you know, it's the new big thing, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's been pushed as the new big thing. And the more people, you know, they're not getting the whole story, they're just like, oh, yeah, Delta 8, it's great. Get into it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so people go out and buy it not knowing or not thinking because, you you know, your average, your average smoker, especially if you haven't been smoking for that long, you go, oh, yeah, you're trying all these new things out. And you're kind of putting a bit of trust into some of these people to Mm. tell you that the right stuff, you know, and they're out there to
4: sell shit. Mm. Let's be honest. 100% nailed it there. Yeah. There you go. Well, Well, you
1: know, you said if you go into a store and you don't like, you're like, what's the difference? Whatever. Who cares? And then you just buy it because you just don't know.
0: But it doesn't matter anyway because it's all placebo effect, right?
2: (laughs) Exactly. Really, really. Uh, Yeah.
1: It doesn't matter in the end. (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm. Well, it's crazy. I mean, down here it's, it's, uh, you can buy Delta Eight in the mail. I get I get advertisements and email all the time for free Delta Eight, this, that, and the other thing like that. Wow. And so, how do you think underage kids are getting a hold of this stuff? You don't even have to mm. go in the store. and They don't even have to see you. They just order it, and it comes to their house on the mail. It's uh, so sketch, you know, man. Like it's very sketch, man. You know, it's just not safe. I, yeah. I still say it. You know, legal recreational weed that you have to go in and show your ID is way safer than this mail stuff.
3: But God forbid you grow a plant in your backyard. Yeah, because I want yeah. it to be
2: safe safe and chemical-free and all that good stuff, right? You know? Like I say, yeah.
4: just, just buy, like, grow a, a two-to-one, you know, THC CBD. Get a little bit of CBD. Blend. Buy some CBD mm-hmm. and blend it one-to-one one or something. There's ways. Yeah. Like I said before, oh, too, yeah. don't smoke your whole joint. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, like...
2: Yeah, you don't have to go into a dispensary and ask for the highest THC nope. compound you have. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> exactly. You
2: can I mean, say, you know, what's a nice mellow weed? And I bet you the bartender would let you know with the, the bud tender, excuse me. That's actually, you know, yes. that's a
4: really good point. I never thought of that because the market here is as it is there is driven by THC. You can't buy anything mm-hmm. that's like under 20, but people want something that's like 30% as, as effective as as this 20%. So why the fuck is Delta 8 even popular if you know what I mean, like yeah, it's weaker people than are the strange thing man. that people want. Yeah, it's, but yeah, they want it. The fuck, goddamn people. Probably because just... they doesn't have
0: the same rules, so they're allowed to have flashy packagings and things like that. Maybe that's. Uh... I don't know.
4: It's it's <laughs> whatever. I mean, just don't buy it. Yeah,
0: fuck. just don't buy that shit. Grow <laughs> yeah. your own, man. Stick Bravo. to the, the real One of the best. Saying?
4: I said this is the most exciting thing that's happened since allard in 2017 you know fuck legalization but this was this is a good move mm.
1: so. yeah finally the ocs makes the right decision
0: you've
4: got a, a, <laughs> a news
0: article from sunny canada as well If you watch
1: i do canada also not that sunny but <laughs> we'll uh, leave that for now <laughs> uh this article is from the montreal gazette so a province uh one province over for me but it's hotel intel travelers can wake and bake with high BNBs cannabis friendly bookings. And I thought I'd just choose this one because it's kind of lighthearted. It's giving you a look at cannabis tourism, which I think they think is going to be growing quite a bit in the next little while. And I don't I know. Do it all the time.
2: I, I love it. We, yeah, always exactly. do, we always do it. Cannabis tourism is, is part of my vacation planning.
1: Exactly. And as it should be for lots of people who are traveling, I don't know about all you guys, but I've used Airbnb quite a few times like quite a few times over the last, however many years.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And I feel like uh, it's getting like really expensive or something, or I don't know, I'm just not as impressed with the service as I used to be. I used to love it. And now it's just like, every time you book something there's like, here's a $200 cleaning fee and you still have to take out the garbage and like all that stuff. So this is kind of an interesting alternative. So if your idea of a good time is getting buzzed with a bong, there's a vacay for you in the time since the territories. Or in, in the time since territories including Canada have legalized marijuana, cannabis-friendly lodgings have bloomed faster than seedlings in a greenhouse grow up. I don't know who wrote this, but Rochelle, that was uh, quite clever.
0: There was on that Delta 8, they were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so...
1: So this article is about High b which if you want to look it up is highbnb.ca and it's at the forefront of this new trend. The Toronto based booking agent handles more than 300 cannabis friendly vacation rentals in North America and beyond. And they also do a lot of ticketed events for festivals and workshops and all kinds of interesting things. It's similar to Airbnb and that the hosts of properties advertise on a platform and they welcome pri- uh, travelers to private accommodations of all sizes and styles, but they're all cannabis friendly. So that's the big difference. And some of them will give you sort of like the level of cannabis friendliness, like whether you can smoke indoors or outdoors, or if they're going to provide mm-hmm. smoking implements or not, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I actually did interview Elizabeth for my own podcast not that long ago. And you podcast,
0: it, you have a podcast, March.
1: I do. Bite Me the show about edibles. Oh, <laughs> very nice. And, uh, yes, thank you. I have thank to you. go check
0: that out, everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Elizabeth, who is the founder of High B and B, came on, and we were talking about just the um, the logistics of starting a tourism business. Right at the outset of a pandemic, which, hmm. as you can imagine, <laughs> created a few challenges, but um, it seems like every day they're adding new lodge or new lodgings and new events to their website. And before you think it's just for those of us lucky enough to live in Canada where it's legal or legal states in the US, she actually has listings all over the world now. And one of the ones that she was talking about, it talks about it in here because there's in Jamaica, they're doing a five day psychedelic retreat that you can sign up for, but that's actually run by, or Ed Rosenthal is involved oh, cool. in that particular, um, yeah, in that particular uh, retreat in Jamaica. So I thought that was kind of cool because they're really kind of branching out. And they have lodgings in like Puerto Rico, Portugal, Mexico, South Africa, Central and South America. And she's looking to expand beyond to like Germany and the Czech Republic because there's two of the European places are looking to uh, legalize in the very near future. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just thought it was kind of interesting because this is sort of presenting a great alternative to those who may be getting a little tired of Airbnb. And it's what seems like excessive fees sometimes and it welcomes cannabis users of all stripes. So no matter how you consume, there's something there for everyone. So if you're looking to book a, a trip, consider a high BNB.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's something I'm definitely gonna, gonna have to look into.
0: Yeah, it's a fucking important factor, isn't it? If well, yeah,
2: you, you use an Airbnb, every time you have to go to one listing, you have to contact the host and ask them at it's the 4, 420 Friendly, and you gotta go through all that whole thing. With
1: right. Them. And this eliminates all that guesswork because you know they're 420 friendly at the outset. And then it's just Mm -hmm. a matter of, is there a designated smoking area or whatever the case might be, but they literally do not mind if you consume cannabis while you're using their facilities. And of course, if you're interested, you can always list your own property. I mean, I've done Airbnb's um at my house before did that for a while several years ago i used to be a super host i'll have you all know but uh, yeah. um
0: awesome. i'd be a bit dodgy you know I'd, I'd let him in and be like rub some of this lotion on your skin just to freak right. them out man they would be like oh <laughs> shit
1: what? yeah i can only imagine the reviews that you'd get but
0: um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah I shit. mean if
1: you have a space or you have a workshop or because there's all kinds of interesting workshops and yoga classes I've seen hash making workshops and other like things like that as well so a lot of them are directly related to cannabis itself but you know if that's your thing and you're looking to you know I guess hire out a, a s- extra space in your room or you have extra properties or whatever the case might be it's something you can do to uh, target cannabis users who are looking for places to stay, things to do.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: Yeah. And uh, you still Airbnb, and I suppose you're not, right?
1: No, my mother-in-law has the room. Oh, that yeah, that Airbnb. Can, yes. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah, right. So, yeah, we haven't done it actually before the pandemic. We had did have a student living with us for a while after all the kids left the house and stuff, but she left during the pandemic because they closed down the school. So that was that.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah
1: but, it was kind of but
0: a... yeah this is a big thing kicking off now is you know people going on holidays and shit looking for a place where they can smoke comfortably because if you get a hotel you can't smoke in hotels not you know not even cigarettes you can't smoke at all you have to go to designated smoking areas and you want to chill at the end of the day right of walking around somewhere looking at shit you want to get back you want to chill and smoke a joint you know yeah mm-hmm. exactly
2: It was funny when talking to Danny Danko, we were talking about Denver and he knew exactly the same hotel I did. We go, yep, that was the one.
1: Right. (laughs) Because it was cannabis friendly. You could smoke forever.
2: Yeah. The Warwick had a balcony outside and the balcony had high enough walls on it to where it wasn't very obvious what you were doing. You could sit out on the balcony
4: and, you know, enjoy. That's where all the stoners went there. There's one of those hotels in Calgary or somewhere in Alberta, I think. I, I don't know. I read about it a while ago. It's like a weed hotel or something. Really? Something like that. I don't know. I've seen yeah. some things called
2: budding breakfast before in hotels so, yeah. that specialize in, in you know just 420 friendly
4: guests. I'm not really sure how that works though.
1: Honestly, mm-hmm. I think it's like as far as uh, if you're a proprietor of some kind of space like that, it makes more sense because huh. when I was away last weekend, there was a hockey tournament going on. Yeah. And so the hotel is filled with a bunch of kids. And their parents and the kids were running around a little bit, but it wasn't that bad. But the parents, holy, they were like getting wasted every night
4: yeah. and they were
1: rowdy <laughs> and noisy and stuff. And I just don't think you get that with cannabis users. Like they're usually pretty respectful and, yeah. you know, cannabis just doesn't cause you to turn up your volume like 300%. Only because
0: and- <laughs> we've had to be that way. <laughs>
1: i guess so maybe but you know you just it's just more chill yeah definitely
4: more chill drinking. Yeah, you're not fucking so, crushing beer cans in your head and screaming exactly. fireworks yeah. at each other and shit you know like.
2: <laughs> you don't throw fireworks at each other my goodness come on not when i'm
4: on weed man
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> no it is no it's called mary jane manor and it's in uh alberta somewhere
1: oh that's pretty cool and it's yeah. a private
4: cannabis boutique hotel
1: Yeah, and a lot of it has to be still private, even in Canada now, because they don't have consumption lounges yet. There you go. But
0: doesn't
2: make any sense, really. You know?
1: No,
4: no. Honestly, though, like a weed place like that would probably be, you know, like a bar is. You make money with a bar if it's a good bar, but it's probably it's fucking hard to run a bar, right? There's like alcohol induces fights and shit like that. And,
1: mm-hmm. but
4: with weed, it would probably be a lot easier, like assuming well, you could get through all the red tape, you know? Yeah, that's I what think I think. Just, I can have a cigar just, bar where you go in
2: there and, you know, order, you know, buy a nice big expensive cigar and sit down and, and enjoy it in the lounge. Why can't I have that with cannabis? Yeah. Right.
1: And yeah. if you had the choice, would you rather host a bunch of cannabis users or a bunch of alcohol drinkers?
2: Well, cannabis users, of course, because, you know,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're all biased a little bit, but still,
2: no, I mean, I just always find (laughs) that if, if in a crowd of cannabis users, people are laughing and having more fun. And you don't usually end up with that one guy who wants to fight everybody,
1: right? And if you take a bit too much, you're probably just going to get real quiet.
4: That guy just (laughs) fucking ends up staring at the wall. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. he wants
2: to fight somebody. Everybody walks away from him. He just, uh, that's it. Then he passes out. That's over. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we have one more news story that we should quickly get to. This is from the sunny UK because everywhere is sunny today. (laughs) <laughs> just freezing even cold, though it's right? not and I'll, I'll bring this one up because it's just some of the language that gets used in this article and you know I've liked to cover these articles where people have had a stupid amount of cannabis and not gone to prison for it and this guy has a stupidly small amount of cannabis I consider a stupidly small amount of cannabis and he's suffering quite harshly for it I think but let's go on with this. It says Oxfordshire cannabis user spared jail time on birthday. Now, that's the title of an article. Oh. And there's only one capital letter at the start of the sentence, and not for every word going <laughs> through it. So you already know to be, take this article with a pinch of salt. Okay. <laughs> they tried, they put in good effort, right? <laughs> but from Tom Seward, crime and court reporter, it must be freelance. Uh, a cannabis dealer received the birthday gift of his liberty. Jack Trinder, who turned 27 on the day of his sentencing hearing on Friday, was seen by the police behind the wheel of a car near Whitney on the May 29th, 2020. That's the first thing I wanted to brought up. It's like this happened on Friday, and I checked the dates. It's like on the 17th of uh, December, this article went out this year. And look when he was caught, the 29th of May. 2020 this is more than two fucking years ago and he's only just been to court now that's how how crammed the justice system is here in the uk and they're yeah. wasting time with cannabis mm-hmm. and they wanted to get this person here because he met with another man understood to now be convicted drug dealer Layton say who was on foot both were arrested <laughs> by the police officers after the exchange when officers raided the home he shared with his parents, they found, are you ready for this, everybody? Are you ready for this? 147 grams of cannabis That's worth a, roughly 1,500 hmm. pounds stashed in the ah. loft. So it's like over the last few weeks, you've had the guy who had uh, 27 kilos of hash and, and the cash counting machines. And then you had that next guy who had like 28, 20 ounces, I don't know, 26 ounces. You know, just loads of weed, man. Loads of weed, which of course is fine, that's his cannabis, but they can't claim that it's for personal use. And this then have a go at a guy right. like this, 147 grams, and claiming that it is, um, for the, what's the, uh, possession with intent to supply, it's what they call it here in the UK, you yeah, know. But the other guys are all personal use, but this guy here with the fucking, <laughs> a couple of fucking ounces is uh. It, possession with intent to supply because it goes on it says his phone was seized with messages revealing he had been involved in the supply of the class b drug for between four and five months and <laughs> there's a whole elaborate story coming <laughs> tinder of uh someplace, i won't say his address you know why pleaded guilty to an earlier hearing to possession with intent to supply cannabis judge michael gledhill kc dealing with the case at Oxford Crown Court on Friday morning, was told that Trinder, uh, maybe it's Ooh. Trinder, I don't know, Trinder or Trinder, started selling the drugs after racking up an estimated £2,000 worth of debt to a sinister and powerful offender. <laughs> that man, this is where it gets crazy, right? That man trapped him in his net by initially offering free cannabis, giving him clothes and the use of a car.
2: So, for fucking
0: two grand? What about, man? All of a sudden, the freebies turned out to be anything but, and Trinder was offered an ultimatum to either pay it back or start selling his cannabis. He had subsequently been threatened by the sinister dealer. So,
1: sounds like Trinder was the victim here.
0: Yeah, yeah, apparently. Yeah. apparently. <laughs> this is what they're trying to get at. Surveying the defendant's 18 previous offenses to his name, Judge Gledhill said, It's got to stop. You have got to grow up. You know, Uh, what did you just say to me, Judge? (laughs) Uh, How you got involved in drugs if you're telling the truth uh, to the probation officer who prepared the report is equally pathetic. Meeting somebody who impressed you because of a fast car and nice clothes. So he's like, well, Hold did on. this
3: guy rock up? And, uh, sorry, but that's like that's like 90% of Instagram models. Wow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's like he, he got he got impressed by a fast car and nice clothes. Yeah. So he's like, Yeah, hey, I have these clothes and have this car and go and sell some weed for me. Oh man, it just makes no fucking sense. The judge was asked by Trinder's advocate not to send the young dad into prison. He was in work and looking after one of his children, just one of them. The the rest of them, I don't know. (laughs) They're on their own. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Children Gledhill imposed 18 months imprisonment, but said he could suspend the sentence for two years, bearing in mind the impact it would have on others. So pretty much he was going to get sent down for 18 months. But because all the prisons are full here in the UK... You know, you have to wait two and a half years for a simple court case to take place. And then he was going to get put into prison, but there's no room. So they're like, "Okay, if you don't do anything wrong for two years, then we'll forget about it. But, you know, if he does something wrong in the next two years, you know, he's on suspended sentence. So they'll arrest him, charge him for that crime. And he will do time for this previous crime as well. So he's not being sent to prison, but he could have for 147 grams, man. When does that guy... A few weeks ago, with 26 kilos of hash, with three counting machines, a quarter of cocaine, and what is it, seven grand in cash? All of this, shit and he's just gonna you know, you carry on. And he had a serious a series of um, previous convictions as well, didn't he? I think um, he did, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. yeah. Like, there's no reason why they shouldn't have thrown the book at him, really, based yeah, on yeah, on the evidence. But this guy, this poor guy looking after his one kid doesn't know where the other one is yeah just got like a quarter quarter (laughs) smoking too much (laughs)
0: cannabis he's lost one of his children
1: i always find it funny too when they talk about these articles when they're always they talk about drugs and every time i think about drug dealers i think like i don't know cocaine meth Mm -hmm, heroin mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. like you know this stuff
0: not a bit of weed not your local herbalist (laughs) you
3: know
1: right exactly
0: uh he carries on here in the article, but he had harsh words for the man in front of him in the dock, saying he should be setting an example to his child. You're doing the opposite. It's just this language which the uh, judge uses, it's just so demeaning and demoralizing. It's like,
3: what the Is fuck? The judge's dad? Is that a thing? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> that's, that's what it sounds like.
0: Your mother would be so ashamed of you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> uh, he also added here, You're doing the opposite. He added, You're now 27. You're not 17. You've got to grow up. (laughs) As part of the suspended sentence order, he must complete 150 hours of unpaid work and up to 20 rehabilitation activity requirement days. What the fuck? He must pay £500 in costs and 140 seized from him when he was arrested was forfeit to the police. So there we go. That's what's been going on in the UK here. It's crazy shit, man, <laughs> but
3: Where's where's the what happened to the 147 grams? Did that get taken oh, yeah, that hasn't rats? even
0: been mentioned. Yeah, the rats yeah. got it, bro. Yeah, the shipped, shipped to India, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Dodgy <laughs> bastards, but it, it's just ridiculous because like, that's legitimately uh, well, it was because they've taken his phone and found messages on there which, uh, you know, uh, pretty much told them that he is a dealer
1: and a cash counting machine doesn't doesn't yeah. indicate the same kind of thing without having to do all the detective work of looking at phone messages. Well, obviously
0: realize. not much, obviously not. And the <laughs> so cocaine we, as well. The seven grams yeah, right. of cocaine also means nothing. And the seven right. grand in cash also means nothing. But they'll right. take this guy's 500 pound fine and 140 pound seized. It's like, it just doesn't balance out correctly. You know no, what I No, mean? it really
1: doesn't. They're not interpreting the law in a very- uh, no. Consistent manner, shall we
0: say? Takes the fucking piss, man. And, you know, just I I just want people to be treated fairly. That's all.
3: Sounds like Trinder had a shit lawyer. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I think, I think he did,
0: honestly. You know, it's always (laughs) important to remember if the police ever come near you for any reason whatsoever, there's only one thing you have to do. And what is that, everybody? Shut the fuck up. That's exactly it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Tell them everything Just and hand everything over. Fuck no? up. Oh, fuck Say no, up. nothing.
3: Say wrong. nothing.
1: Hawk. You're confusing the stoners out there.
3: Damn it. <laughs> Just run. That's why I keep getting in trouble.
0: <laughs> Just run. Just run.
3: You know, <laughs> most of us are smokers, you know, and you're gonna get
0: a, a half a mile down the road and be like, <laughs> God <damn.
3: laughs> Throw a handful of sand at their face and run.
0: <laughs> oh my god, don't do that. That's assault. God damn. Right, catch you though. It would be salty if it was uh, <laughs> on the beach, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the sound in the
4: face, man. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah, just if anybody does shit. it, please report back if you can. Prison,
4: but... <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey, just <laughs> a second, cough. Yeah. Just a second here.
0: These wieners will give Grab me the, the energy thing. I need to escape. Scratch <laughs> <Well, just gotta
4: laughs> my ankle here. Hold on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so Uh, as usual, things in the UK do not make any sense. But we also have uh, just a couple of pieces of news from the forum. We, are, we have a Seedsman Grow-Off coming off very soon, everybody. So if you're a member over at perseysgroom.com and you want to take part in the Seedsman Grow-Off, there's going to be three prizes to be won in this uh, competition. We're going to do diaries. We have seeds sent out to you for free. With those seeds, you'll have some stickers, some papers, just random merch from Seedsman. Uh, we're going to grow off the seeds between... Uh, start at mid-January to the start of February is when we'll be germinating the seeds. We'll grow them off, and then whoever runs the best grow diary will win a prize. And there's three prizes to be won. There's 250 euros to spend at Seedsman for the winner, the first place. There's 200 euros to be spent over, on, uh, over at Seedsman for the second place. That's hundred uh, two hundred euros and the third place gets 150 euros something like that that's about right i think that's correct but the uh it's all up over on percy's <clears throat> so if you remember oh.
2: head over there what oh, was that monkey i was going to ask you how do we enter the competition and what do we have to do oh just
0: find the thread and comment on it and say i am interested in and you've got two different strains you can choose from as well it's called the uh the caddy cowboy grow off because it's um quite well, the strains, man i've got it written down right here let me just um, check my notes.
3: Runstone,
2: Runstone Cowboy, Runstone yeah. to Cowboy is
3: one of them. Yeah, something like so that. So it's it's Cali Critical Mass, mm-hmm.
2: right?
3: And then Runstone Cowboy are the two. So Cali Critical Mass is Critical Kush. Cross Bubba's gift.
0: Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that, that's what I can see and written down now. It makes sense, you've read it out.
3: <laughs> and the run, the run stone cowboy is the gelato cross skibbles yes. yes. Both
0: heavy yielders and a good amount of THC in there as well. Uh, 22% is one of them, I think, and 24 is the other. You just to find out more information, head over to slash forum and it's in the seedsman section. You'll see the thread. Comment on it, man. If you want to participate, pick which seeds you want. You'll get sent five seeds from Seedsman, plus the little bits of merch, absolutely free. So They send you there. the seeds? They yeah, just sent to you. Yeah, they're going to send you oh. the seeds. Send them for free. Yeah. Yes.
1: Well, well, well.
0: And they'll be sent out in January time, and you'll be able to uh, pop the seeds whenever you've already. You can pop two up to five. You don't need to germinate them all. And then you just do a, a right. good diary. You know what I'm saying? Are you stoned do- much,
2: Mackie? No, Savans. Yes.
0: What is cannabis, bro? <laughs> what is cannabis? What what is
2: stoned? What do you mean? Stoned much stoned. or stoned often? What are we referring to? Here <laughs> we, can, we can interpret that many ways.
3: Perpetually stoned.
0: There we go everybody that was this week's cannabis news and events there will be no cannabis news next week we are taking a break over the Christmas period so there won't be any episodes next week we'll still do the cannabis news the interview and the grow guides for this week but the week after that there won't be any episodes to download we're just going to take a week off and then we'll be back to the usual schedule as well so if you want to take part in the seedsman grow off then make sure you head over to percysgrowroom.com sign up get involved and you might be able to participate over there so so come and get in touch let us know sign up to Persis if you haven't done that already uh with christmas on the way it would be great if you could do us a favor a little christmas present from you just spend a couple of minutes to go over to whichever network you download the show from and leave us a review uh, on the podcast that would be fucking awesome but no pressure of course yeah we appreciate you if you could do that but uh, never any pressure just Keep downloading the show, keep listening to it. That's what we appreciate the most. So thank you very much to everybody for listening to and downloading the show every week. We massively appreciate every single one of you guys. If we don't hear from you beforehand, enjoy your Christmas. But we still have two more episodes before the Christmas period actually begins. So we have the interview on Wednesday and Grow Guides on Friday. So I hope to catch you then. Have a good week. Stay high, stay safe. And we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye.